Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Fireball with Ashley Mayfield. Before we get started, go ahead and grab your smartphone. Make sure you share this episode on your social media and tag me because I always love to know who is actively watching. Now, buckle up and brace for impact. Hey everybody, welcome back. And today we're going to dive in and we're going to talk about improving your leadership. I encounter hundreds of women, thousands of women that will come and leave me comments, direct message me, even in my own online business that say, I don't feel like a leader. I don't feel good enough. I don't feel worthy. I don't feel like I've done something. And maybe you're here struggling with this. So I'm going to give you the top three tips that I tell every single person who comes to me and says this in my own organization. And I hope this can benefit you. First, I want you to know you are a leader. You influence one, at least one person, either that's your family, that's in where you volunteer, your extracurricular, your job, your career, your online business. You have influence over someone or something. And even if you have social media, you are an influencer. You have influence over someone. Okay. So to identify as you like don't have influence or you don't have leadership, we got to like nip that in the bud real quick. Okay. You are a leader. You are leading someone to something, but we want to be effective, right? And I am so passionate about leadership. I've been passionate about leadership since I was in middle school, since I was in high school. It like runs through my veins. It, It is like the embodiment of who I am. And so these are three foolproof things that you can implement into your own system, whether we're talking about as a parent, as a friend, as an online content creator, influencer in a job or a career that you want to advance in. Three things that you can do that are going to establish leadership. We're going to hit these real fast. Number one is you need to grow. Oftentimes we want to complain, but we don't want to be solution minded. So for you, leadership might not be innate. It might not be a part of who you are. That's okay. You might not be driven that way. It might be the antithesis of who you are. It still doesn't mean that you don't need to develop that part. So how are you intentional every single day? Okay. Once you define it, you can defeat it. You've defined that you don't feel like a leader. So now let's defeat it. And we're going to combat that. We're going to fight power with power, right? And so that means that we're going to grow. We're going to go get some basic leadership books. We're going to Google some leadership videos. We're going to Google ways that we can improve our leadership. I don't know. We're going to become a student. We're going to ask a lot of questions. We're going to make sure that we're serving people. You're just you're going to do whatever it takes to grow, to learn, to implement. Okay. One of my favorite books to recommend for people who are like basic entry level leadership is John C. Maxwell, Developing the Leader Within 2.0. There's going to be so many basic principles in there. So much value and nuggets. I mean, John C. Maxwell is like captain of the leadership squad. Let's just give it to him. Okay. He's written like a bajillion books on leadership, but you need to grow. You need to grow. That is part of leadership. Being a leader means you are leading. You are from the front, means that you are growing. It doesn't mean that you're perfect. It doesn't mean you're a 10 out of 10. Release that thought. That thought is not serving you. Perfectionism is not serving you. Uh, Following a leader, uh, being a leader that's always right, always having the answer, that's not serving you, my friend. That is not leadership. Leadership can look like we're in this together. I don't have the answer, but we're going to figure it out. Leadership can also look like I'm sorry, right? Sometimes as a leader, we have to apologize for certain things. But how are you growing? It's the one thing you have control over. So stop sitting back and just complaining that I'm not a leader, not a leader, not a leader. No, like jack crap. You don't feel like a leader because you're not growing, okay? And so grow. It can look like 
a podcast a day, three podcasts a week, 15 pages of a book a day. It doesn't matter. You guys know you're going to hear me say this till I'm blue in the face, till the cows come home, till the fat lady sings. You need to personally develop yourself. You need to grow. It's the number one thing you have control over. And I always recommend people, what is that one area that you need to excel in? What's that one area that you need to grow in? Maybe it is your ability to negotiate. Maybe it's your ability to vision cast. Maybe you want to communicate better. Uh, maybe you want to start being more proactive as a leader. Maybe you want to learn how to build and deepen a culture and a community within your organization or whatever it is, within your family unit, in your job, right? It doesn't matter what it is. Go do your, uh, go be resourceful on that. Go do your research on that and grow in that area. I promise you, when you start growing, it's going to make you feel some type of way. It's going to make you feel established. The intent of growing, uh, number one, it's going to, you know, accentuate areas I'm already good at. It's going to call out areas I'm deficient in. It's going to give me examples, ideas, tips, and tricks that I can implement later. And so a lot of the reason I've never struggled with feeling like a leader is because I'm, I'm always growing. I'm always moving forward. A lot of my content that I bring to you guys, it's not something that I like late awake at night thinking about. Yes, my best ideas do come in the middle of the night. Okay. I do give it that, but it's something that I've done research on and I'm adding my own flavor. I'm adding my own spin to it. Okay. But if you are not growing, you are dying. If you are not moving forward, you are moving backwards. There's no coasting. You don't just sit idle. Okay. You're either progressively making motion forward and making progress forward or you're not moving at all. And so if you are not growing right now, it makes sense to me that you don't feel like a leader because you're not developing yourself. You don't feel confident. You don't feel like you have authority to speak on something. So change that. Very simple. It can take 15 minutes a day. Stop making excuses and go change that. That's number one. Simply grow. Water your own lawn, water your own plant before you try to water others. Because if you water other people without watering yourself, you're going to feel guilt, shame, imposter syndrome, unworthy, everything in between. So stop doing that to yourself. That is a choice. And if you're not changing it, you're choosing it. So today we're going to stop choosing it and we're going to start changing it. The second thing I could tell you is just be present. I think so many times whenever we are talking about leadership, we think we have to like, we're responsible for helping people cross their finish lines. If I can't take credit for your success, I will not take credit for your failure, okay? So that's number one. Uh, a lot of times people wanna blame the leader, which yes, strong leaders help make strong organizations. Strong leaders can create strong teams. Everything does rise and fall on leadership. But at the end of the day, I can be leading successfully and with my whole heart and someone can still choose to recreate the wheel or to go their own path. That is not on me. That is on them. That is their choice. You can parent your kids all day long. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Don't smoke. Don't smoke. Don't smoke. And when they get 18 and they can do what they want to do outside of your house, if they choose to smoke, that is not a reflection of you. You did not teach them to go and do that. In fact, you taught them the opposite of that. Okay. And so a lot of times we want to take on this responsibility, like I have to get people to move in order to uh, feel worthy. And I want to challenge you. Yes, there is accuracy to that, but let's talk about the dichotomy of it. More than what your people need you to teach them some new lesson or to uh, outline some magnificent game plan, the second thing is they need you to be present. They need you to be present. I find that as in leadership, even in parenting, in a career, extra, whatever, it's so easy to want to cast this vision 
And then we say one of two things. We're like, well, I'm chasing the vision and I explained it. What do they not get about it? Why do they not see it like I see it? Why don't they have a hunger like I have a hunger? Or it's, well, I told them once, why aren't they doing it? Like I told them three weeks ago to clean their room. Why isn't their room clean? I don't know. Maybe because leaders are repeaters. We have to repeat ourselves over and over and over. And people are going to learn more from you, from your presence. I think about my daughter is 11 years old, okay? And she's getting ready to go into middle school next year. It's a really scary time in her life. More than she needs for me to bark uh, orders or commands or rules around her life or what to do and what not to do. And this is what happened when I was in middle school. More than what she needs than that is just my presence, is knowing that I'm there for her, is knowing that I'm listening to her, is knowing that um, I'm encouraging her, that I'm answering her questions. Just being available makes you significantly uh, a far more impactful leader, being present. And so ask yourself right now, in the last four weeks, how have you been present? As a parent, as a spouse, as a business owner, in your nonprofit that you're a part of, in the mission that God's called you to. Maybe you got a full-time job that you hate. That's okay, sis. I've been there too. But you working on a side hustle that's going to lead you towards your dreams. How many times, like how much time have you implemented in just being present? This is so much easier said than done. As someone who uh, likes to give my opinion, as someone who is a visionary, as someone who is really good at putting together strategy and game plans and all of this stuff, um, I have to remind myself, just being present, just being available, just giving someone my time, just making sure. It's, it's not, I love Craig Rochelle says it, people would rather follow a leader that's always real than always right. It's not about rules and being right and boundaries and all this stuff and do's and don't do's and slap the wrist and these are the rules and blah, blah, blah. Sometimes it's just being present. Proximity is power. And reminding yourself that when you allow people to come in proximity of your power, of your leadership, that can absolutely change the game for them. It really can. It can make such a huge difference in them. Um, allowing them a space to open up and to genuinely share their heart without fear of being reprimanded or without fear of being judged or without fear of being told they're doing it wrong. Just being available. And oftentimes when I find that I'm putting in the time and being available and being present and letting people know that I'm human just like them, like I'm actually walking in the trenches with them, that builds so much more loyalty, that builds so much more trust than anything I could ever say. It's the fact that I am consistently growing, that I'm consistently moving forward, that in, if I'm going to talk about business for a second, in my own organization, that I have loyalty, I have trust in people because they've seen I'm constantly moving forward. They also see that I'm present. They see that I'm not so busy chasing what's next for Ashley Mayfield, that I'm not giving them my time, that I'm not spending quality time, that I'm not pouring in, that I'm not asking those hard questions, that I'm not like going and raising the bar on them, right? They see that. And giving your time to people and being present is just such a great separator from the goods and the greats and leadership, right? A lot of times people want to approach leadership like management. And although those two things do work together, um, they can also conflict each other as well. So making sure that you're being present, helping people, assisting them, even if you don't know what you're doing, just being available, just offering soothing words of belief of, uh, you know, I believe in you, you can do this, I'm here for you, supportive, and not just saying that, not just saying, okay, let me know if you need me, 
okay, you can do it, mama, I got you. No, like genuinely showing them that you're there. I'm telling you, this is going to elevate you far beyond. You're going to immediately win with people when they just see you're willing to give them your time. The last thing is probably one of the most important I can control my growth. I can control um, me being present for people. The third one, it's going to take a little bit more effectiveness. You are going to have to develop in your leadership. But part of you improving your leadership means that you are moving people forward underneath you. Now, at the end of the day, you can't control someone, okay? You can do all the right things. Sometimes you can't even control the outcome. The only way you can control the outcome is by doing the right work and taking the right steps. And sometimes there's still that anomaly where things just don't fall together, whatever reason, right? Whatever the forces may be, whatever uh, Jesus wants. Um, but the third thing that I would say is you've got to get your people moving. If you want to improve your leadership, you have to learn how to talk to people, cast vision, and uh, cultivate game plans in a way that are going to get people to move. And there's two things that I know people need in order to move, in order to uh, want to stay loyal to you, and in order to help you be a better leader, okay, to help them to do something where you are a better leader, is number one, you got to cast vision for people and they have to catch the vision. You can't control it, but a couple things I know is making sure you have a vision, making sure you're repeating that vision every single time. I do team meetings once a week, and for the first five to 10 minutes, I open the team meeting up the exact same every single week. It's like clockwork. I probably have people that are so annoyed. They're like, why is she doing this? Because I need people to catch the vision of what we're doing. We go over our mission statement. We go over our goals for the year. And every week, we're always going to have someone new there. And I have found that leaders are repeaters. And you don't just want to say the vision one time and be done with it. You want to keep it in front of people's faces because they're never going to take the vision as serious as you are. No one's ever going to want it as bad as you do. And so for you to help with that and for you to raise the level of the bottom. And maybe that's in your family unit. Maybe you're repeating to your family who you are and what you do and what you stand for. Maybe that's something where every week you're having like a family meeting or every night you're saying something at dinner, you come up with a family mantra. I don't know. It sounds really corny, but how bad do you want to improve your leadership? Okay. Leaders are visionaries. They cast vision for their teams. They've got a plan. They've got a goal. Everyone's looking at you. You are the Moses of your organization. You are the Moses of your family. Okay. So what are you doing to lead people in a way and to influence them where you want to go? Well, casting vision, get people to catch the vision. How quickly are you not just communicating the vision, but you're articulating it in a way where they know they're a part of it. Okay. It's one thing for me just to get up in front of my organization and say, Hey, this is where I'm going. This is what I want this year. Here's the vision. Woo. It's no, this is what we're doing. You are a part of this. Who wants to help take us there? Who wants to be the next person to cut up a credit card? Who wants to be the next person to come home to their babies? You are a part of this vision. I believe in you. I can't do this without you. We're doing this together, sis. Okay. It's when you, um, you, you can communicate in a way where people adopt your vision as their own. And you've got to communicate. You got to get people in the fire. Whatever, like what fire are you creating as a leader? For me, it's, it's our, it's our weekly meetings. It's like, if you have a new person and you don't get them to our weekly meetings, you're not a team player like that. I take it that serious as a leader. I'm like, this is like the bread and butter. Every single new person's got to be on every single week because it's just a matter of time before they catch the vision. And when they catch the vision, it's going to allow them to win. And that is only going to like rinse and repeat, making you feel like a qualified leader, a good leader, 
and everything. So I said this third point was a two-parter. The first part is you've got to get people to see the vision. The second part is you've got to get people to get a win. People need a win and they need a quick win. Okay. And sometimes you can't control that. Um, maybe it's again, your kids, it's something, I don't know, but they need to feel a part of that vision and they need to play a role in it. So how can you empower someone? If you want to see your point one and point two, your growth and your presence in action, how quickly can you empower someone? How quickly can you encourage someone to step up and lead something, take some responsibility? How quickly can you have your kids do some chores? Hey, Mayfields, we work hard around here, okay? We're hard workers and we're a team. And so that means, sis, you're doing the dishes tonight. <laughs> like, you know, I know that sounds really corny, but if you're wanting to improve your leadership, you got to get some people, like, getting some skin in the game. You can't just hoard leadership and make it be this like us four and no more club where because you have a title or because you've reached a certain thing or you're doing a certain thing. Yes, I do believe if you're going to give people a platform, they got to be meeting some certain criteria. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about if you really want to like build some momentum of your leadership and what it is that you're doing, how are you getting people to see the vision and getting a win in that vision? How are you empowering them? How are you inviting them? Uh, to take a walk with you. I know this message is super short, but I'm telling you in my online business, these are three things that I tell my girls every single freaking time that they ask me or they say, I don't feel like a leader. I'm like, oh, clockwork, write these things down. Number one, you're not growing. I already know that. If you tell me you don't feel like a leader or you're, uh, you don't think you're worthy of leadership, number, I immediately know you're not growing because if you are growing, you would not think that and you would not say that about yourself. Now you could be doing all the right things, but it's not clicking, right? You got to find a way to make it click. So I immediately know you're not doing that. I know that you're not spending enough time with your people because if you spent time with your people, you would know their need because the more I'm in your presence, eventually you're going to crack. Eventually you're going to open up and I am going to have a foolproof plan on how to serve you. If you would just shut up and spend time with them and not talk and not try to be this leader that's always saying something, they're eventually going to tell you what their need is and you're going to be able to meet their need. But then the third point, get them to see the vision, get them to have a win in the vision. And I'm telling you, your little leadership tank is just going to increase. You're going to start feeling better about yourself and you're going to start believing in yourself more. And isn't that the point of like leadership is that we want to believe in ourselves so much that we consistently grow and the three people we lead become six, become 12, become 30, become a hundred because amen, I love God's calculator. Two plus two does not equal four. He knows that compound effect. Okay. And so you are worthy of leadership. You are a good leader. You're just not taking action or you're not taking the right action. So I want to challenge you. Implement these three things. Maybe you come up with three different criteria, three different things for your parenting, for your job, for your health, for your finance. I don't know what it is, but you are enough. It's not that you can't do it and it's not that you suck at it. Your system is off. Your system sucks. We just got to get you a new one. So I hope you implement this. Tag me with your takeaways. I can't wait to hear them. And as always, I believe in you. You're worthy. You can do it. Until next time, talk to you guys soon.